Hey, we should set an applause. Do you have? Do we have canned applause? Maybe. Huh. I mean, I'm sure I can procure it or that, generate it. Well, that would actually cause one of us to have to actually sit and do some production work. Can't be you, me because all this is at your house. Well, that's part one. Part two, I do the production work, so don't act like it's just magically. Oh, boom! They don't know that. Yes, they do. Well, not the ones that I've told otherwise. Shocker. <laughs> okay, I will go You on have worked in I radio, do, haven't you? I do you? zero of the production work for this. I just come in and talk. He's the face. I'm the face, and I've got the <laughs> perfect face for audio podcasting. Yes. Thank you. I love it when I get compliments, even if I have to put them out there for myself. You got to do something for this. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, I'll leave. You can do it by yourself. You don't have a ventriloquist dummy, so it's not like you can carry on a conversation. Uh-uh. Not doing it again. <laughs> I barely did it the first time. Oh, you didn't. There do it are the first words. Time. I'm telling you. I am telling you. There are words that have way too many consonants in them. Don't know where language began. Really don't know where language began. So words like ventriloquist, that's got too many consonants in it. It's better the second time. several different consonant vowel combinations that are difficult for Southerners to actually make happen. Um, yeah, you look off into the air all you want to. I'm, I'm only doing it from our perspective. But at any rate, some drunk caveman somewhere. Yeah. Yes, that's Devised right. a little bit the of a puppet out of a rock and maybe some sticks and decided to try to throw his voice. And some other drunk caveman was sitting there going, what are we going to call this? What are we going to call this? And he sneezed and it sounded like a word. Some idiot tried to spell it out. I'm just going to let you chase that as far as it was going to go. I am, I am proud of you for making it that far. I had a plan. Apparently, you, sir, have discovered not only the origin of human life, but the origin of the human language. Okay, so <laughs> I took it to where I wanted to take it for all of that, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, because it's not like, you know, I Big mean, Bang Theory. A, big Bang evolution. Theory. Boom, bang. Okay, there's a world. Evolution? Somewhere along the way, somebody had to go from, uh, 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 to, hey, food. You do realize there's still people now that go, uh, uh, uh. Not like that. I just mean in general, they're stupid. Or illiterate. Well, or both. Outside of the professional world, you're correct. Are we really going to go there? I'm actually. I, I can, you know what? I can we, speak fluently we, of two, we, at least, in the professional made, world that we've are. Made, we've made a habit. Oh, you went down the wrong road of professionalism. Then I went down. We've made a habit of not branding. So instead of saying. <laughs> yep, that's not. I was talking about the fornication industry. I was actually That's talking the, about Those work. were the professionals that I was talking about. I was not talking about professionals at work. Well, no, I, uh, I, they're... Hmm. Oh, that's so Let's many different stop. professions that... Yep. Yep. So I've got paper towels here. Yes. I need to swerve away from that before I say something to <laughs> me in trouble. Because <laughs> it will... It will... Not that any of my coworkers... That would be listen. the self-deprecation... <laughs> profession god <laughs> oh my god it's just back to the just air conditioners 
30 some episodes in and I brought it back. <laughs> and I did it without branding. <laughs> I am very, very pleased. You should be. I'm very, very pleased with the progress that you have made. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. All right I've that got made you. me no, laugh no, no, no. more than it made yeah. you laugh, but nope, nope. I, I thought it was great. There was a spiral that I was just following, <laughs> but let, let's let's take that range of podcasts. <laughs> what is something from this experience so far that you have been able to take away as a positive, either about yourself or through self-reflection or I mean, just anything of good nature. I mean, obviously, we do a lot of this for the humor, and we cut up and carry on when the mic's not on. But what what is something, if anything, that it stuck out to you in terms of if we stop tomorrow, which, I mean, I hope we don't, but every week, it's a week-to-week thing, because eventually one of us is going to go, you know what? Drop the point and leave. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to drop the point and ask you to leave. <laughs> Grand scheme, you're leaving. It's just a matter of the terms. But what? It, I don't think you'll win with that one because then your wife will no. be upstairs going, "I just ordered coffee." <laughs> <laughs> you can't kick him out yet. Let him finish. <laughs> but is there anything? I mean, let's let's take a self-reflective look at a this. self-reflective look at podcasting with you. Mm-hmm. First off, I didn't realize there'd that be, be that many people that would want to listen in on our conversation. So there's a world full of eavesdroppers out there. Welcome to Facebook. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, by the way, I'm Kenny. He's Josh. Wow, this is this is random ramblings. Six Uh, minutes in. Six minutes in. For all the new people, this isn't necessarily unusual. But yeah, but seriously, you should go start over. Yeah, no kidding. Start (laughs) from the beginning. That's what I tell everybody. Uh, But in all honesty, I I did not because I had not made it a point of listening to a lot of podcasts outside of things I'm interested in. Sure. I did not realize that there were there was a a venue for this. Uh, for I mean, basically, you and I are talking back and mm-hmm. forth. Now I understand that's almost every morning show out there <laughs> on 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 the FM dial. But this and, is not. And being, if anybody's but, happening to look for a pair that pays handsomely and allows us to work remotely with a board op. Please let me know. Uh, and, and we can actually come in and audition. We'll be happy to do it. Absolutely. Uh, Just remember, remote work. Yes. Well, or in the same city. But anyway. Wow. Good luck with that. We'd have to, buy, we'd have to rent a building. I don't know if your wife can handle 40 hours a week. <laughs> any investors out there? No. No. I don't, I'm, Morning shows also start way too early for her. Yeah, I I don't think she we'd have to hey we could get a shed and put it out back or something. Let's just take this and mirror image it in another office. Anyway, we haven't got to that point yet because now everybody's going, Well, he rambles he rambles too much, but back to it. I, I honestly didn't think and when I first started putting it out there that I was doing this, I ran across a lot of people that ooh, I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the some of the ones that, is a shock yeah, me. and some of the ones that are listening or that they are listening to are the same thing. Just a couple of people bantering about something. Whereas we do different subject matters, most um, most are doing a subject matter. Like the ones I that I had listened to, the ones that I had listened to prior were basically all camping things. And you know, right. camping hacks would be a great way to just say that. And it was just you know people like myself camping that have figured some stuff out. So they get on YouTube. TikTok, mm-hmm. or, you know, we're on Spotify, Google, um, Apple. and Apple. And, you know, they basically just talk about what they have figured out, what they have found out. 
I could listen to that all day long. I'm a camper. You're a right. gamer. I would imagine that you listen to a lot of gaming podcasts. Surprisingly, I don't. Really? Um, I don't. And so I, I I used to watch a YouTube series. There was a game I used to play uh, called Heroes of the Storm. It was a different version, and for folks that play games regular and watch any sort of esports at all, this was or is Blizzard's version of League of Legends. A lot of folks, that's a more mainstream and more monetized option for those that don't already know. Um, and there was a guy, I, we were, I was playing with a bunch of buddies, and that's usually how things like that for me happen. I play with a bunch of friends. Then we, hey, have you seen this guy? He does YouTube videos where he will, and I don't want to get into the full run of things because different different rounds had different missions and so on and so forth, but you chose your character, you're fighting amongst yourselves, blah, blah, blah. There's an objective, but you could build your character differently no matter which round you were going to play. You build him this way because you... you you're able to level your character based on what your opponent's already... You you see what your opponent is. So you don't have to pick your poison and then go in. You get to pick as you level and generate experience. Do I want to build this way? Do I want to build this way? Add this ability versus this ability. But you're able to do it and counteract. It's, it's, a, it's chess on steroids, to be perfectly honest. Um, and there was a, there is a guy who will do an entire build, break it down, go into the numbers, the average damage per second, so on and so forth. But he did it in a way that was creative, intriguing, and just flat out fun. I have seen other guys that get a ton of looks because it's strictly analytical. This is the best you should do, here's why, and and a lot and they're they're spot on. They've done the math. They're spot on. But I kind of want to learn as I go. I learn as I play. I don't need to immediately walk out the door and be the best I can be. I'll let the Army take care of that. You know, they want to they be all you can be. Fine. Go ahead. We'll, we'll train you and be the best person you can be when we walk out the door. I want to learn and adapt and play. Do I want to be competitive? Yes. I don't want to just walk in with a flat tire and go, oh, I'm going to win a race at but it's like NASCAR. There's always fine tuning. There's a little, you know, a tenth of a millimeter here changes vastly. This kind of has that feel, but this guy delivered it in a manner where it was fun and interesting, and he was good. Um, which I feel like in a lot of cases you gotta be to be garnering that much of a rapport and reaction and drawing people in. Um, but like people that just sit and talk about gaming, it's not necessarily as interesting to me. I'd rather sit down and play. It, it's like we talked about Christmas movies back around the holidays, our favorites versus a list that generated favorites. Um, I listened to us after and enjoyed our banter back and forth, but if somebody had to break down like box office and this and that and the other, and this is why it performed. And so I'm not so much as interested in that. I, I want to see it for myself. What we talked about, I thought predator did not live up to the hype for me seeing it later in life. Maybe my buddies overhyped it. I would hate for a podcast to do that with something like 
I don't mind reviewing a show. I, I, I did a different podcast at work. We reviewed Game of Thrones, the final season, because it was in the moment. We would do that on Mondays, and we would do that you know, right after. Um, but by that point, those folks have seen it, and you're now able to generate banter as opposed to building up this big thing that a lot of people are playing and why I'm the best at it. It's not my MO. It's not something I go look for. Um, I will occasionally watch a streamer while I'm playing. One, because I've found myself in a game with him before, which was fun. Um, I had a buddy that he actually trash-talked in the game uh, because we were, again, we just stumbled into the game. It wasn't preset or anything. But I don't, I don't need to see the analytics and the ins and outs and how this game was made with X number of megapixels to go in this format to build this level of create. I'm not that in depth. I don't need to know what frame rates are to make it this grandiose platform that it is. If the story's good, graphics can suck. If the graphics are good and the story sucks, I'm kind of going to be on the outs with it for, for that. I, I want replayability, multiplayer opportunity because I game with my friends. And on top of that, I just I need it to be intriguing to me. Um, we were talking earlier about one of the games that I, I play now and I need to be streaming, but I just haven't gotten myself back on that horse yet. Um, there's a campaign that gives me a reason to play every month. Now, if it's a ship I want, great. If it's not, meh, I'll probably play some other stuff and give that a break for a while. But it keeps me invested. It keeps me intriguing. Like right now, I've done everything that I can for this month's particular campaign. I can't get more until it resets next week. I can't progress any further until it resets next week. Their job is, their goal is to keep you grinding so they constantly have someone playing. They want people to continue to play their game. I get it. Understand it. TV's the same way. They want you to come back next week. That's part of it. That's how they get their ratings, just like games get their spins. Music, the exact same way. That's just consumption in general. But I'm currently, as far as I can go, so now is my opportunity to kind of branch out a little bit, do something different. I'm not help in on okay well now that i don't have to worry about completing mission a b and c now i get to go and dry you know take this and fine tune it to where i'm instead of getting 1.3 i'm now getting 1.4 i don't give that much of a damn it for me it's even better because those guys that do those podcasts if i get into a game with them and absolutely mop the floor with one of them (laughs) nerd (laughs) it's it's my chance to be the athlete bully so the answer to my question is no. God. No. <laughs> you know the reason I You're really... just now tuning in. My job is that. My job in this whole thing is that. We tell everybody at almost at the end of almost every episode, one of us says, don't be a dick. But my job for this entire podcast is to be a dick. I'm actually blushing with embarrassment right now because this is exactly what my wife accuses me of. All the time. I just monologued a yes or no question. Yes, you did. Now, I, she will ask I loved me, it, though, but... <laughs> she will ask me, 
how my day was or if something happens at work that I could have had a teammate get killed in a car accident and I would have needed I would have needed to tell her why they were in a bad mood, why they might not have been paying attention. Could have been completely unrelated. Their engine could have just blown up and they careened off into a post. I am not going to wait for that. I know this person was having a bad day and here's why and this and that and the other. All those factors could have led in. His age was 25 minutes long. Kenny, how was your day at work? Sucked. <laughs> so, two, you almost have to drag those kind of details out of me. Two schools of thought there. For one, my mother did not accept how was school today. Oh, it's fine. She's a teacher. She wanted to know what she learned. My grandparents were the same way. My father, being an engineer, has to explain everything else to those folks who either need to justify him getting the budget he needed for his project or B, explaining it to the dum-dums that had to put the bolts and nuts together as to why it needed to happen that way. Till you have my degree, my, you shut up and tighten the bolt. My, my so I come was, by it honestly. My wife was like that uh, or is like that. She's going to give you every detail. And, um, and, and it's fine. At 29 years of marriage, you get used to it. But in the beginning, it's like, did, did I need to know that? What, are right. we still on the same subject that we were before? I accuse her of not just going around the barn to shut the door, but going down to the back 40 and checking on that first, and then going out to the highway, taking an exit for a different city, doing a U-turn and coming back to shut the barn barn door. I and feel, she can I tell. Feel attacked right you know, now. We've said it, we've said it in, in a different podcast, that whole glazed overlook. She can tell bigger than day when she's kind of gone off on one of her tangents, which we call this random rambling, so that was a perfect answer know, and a perfect thing to do. But she can tell bigger than day when she's gone off on one of her, her tangents, and she'll just look at me and she'll go, where did I lose you? And sometimes it was like, at hello. But, you know, and, and that's just me kind of messing with her a little bit. But I'm willing to listen to all the other stuff, honestly, willing to listen to all the other stuff to get there. I'm just not that person. And my wife was yeah. one of those when, when she got pregnant. She looked at me, she goes, we're not going to give one word answers to our child. And I looked at her and went, watch me. And she looked at me real funny. She goes, yeah, but when, when, when the child asks why she can't do something, because is not a reason. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Explain to me why because is a reason. Because it's short for because I said so. Yeah, and that's... Because that Tennessee Grilled Yardbird place shortened their name to just three letters. So why can I not just shorten a whole sentence to one word? Yardbird. Now, yes. Now, my my daughter has a lot of me in her and a lot of my wife in her. There's a combo there. And I caught my wife at one point in time. My daughter's asking question after question after question. And my wife just finally looked at her and went, because. And I looked at her and I went, didn't think that was an answer. I almost got kicked out of the house. Almost, Everybody in the house got grounded that day, but my wife. I'm pretty certain of it. You almost but, got a point. But my wife is also... <laughs> you almost got a, That was almost your first point. <laughs> right. My wife is also one of those people that you can look at her and say, hey, get out of the road. And instead of getting out of the road, she's going to go, why? why? Bam! Well, that's why. <laughs> the bus that's barreling down on you and, and not stopping. That'd be why. Um, and she did that... Uh, Oh, I love telling this story, too. I'm going to be in so much trouble after she listens to this one. Darling, cut it off now. Anyway. No, um, no. We used to no, live, you don't. You we do used not to do live anything. way far out. So, like, it was nothing for not only for us to see wildlife, but for it to try to acclimate to living with us. Oh, God. 
and we had we had cats, outdoor cats, um, and we had had this little table that was kind of up high, and I built basically just built a rudimentary box on it so that the cat could not only get up high but could get into something mm -hmm. and and kind of hide. Well, I stepped out uh, one night, and it was back when I still did did a bad thing called smoking. I stepped out and I noticed the also familiar rodent looking tail of one of God's ugliest creatures. Uh, a possum had taken up to living in that little box. Mm -hmm. He was eating the cat food, which explained a few things. So I basically cracked the door and just hollered to the wife, hey, go get my rifle. And I let the door shut. The next thing I know, my wife's coming out the door, so I put my hand back to get my rifle, and she doesn't have it. I looked at her, I said, where's my rifle? She said, why do you need it? There was five guys coming up the driveway, darling. They all have guns. Figured I'd have a better chance if I had one, too. She goes over and looks down the driveway, and I looked at her, I said, sarcasm. I looked at her, I said, yeah, there comes a point in time in which you don't need the answer. Some, sometimes, why doesn't matter? One of those times, if somebody asks you to hand them a weapon... You may want to just get the weapon. And she still does it. She still does it. Look out the back window. Why? Because I told you to. So, but in the whole thing with her and our child, what she wanted was to explain to the child, well, I was from a different parenting aspect to where it was a case of I'm the parent. I told you no. We can talk about it at another time. Because in, in the heat of a moment or out in public or somewhere like that, and you're pulling, tugging, and, you know, can I have, can I have, can I have? I want you trained to accept the answer, no. I don't want to stand there holding up the line telling you why you can't have ice cream right now. What I want to do is look down, no, you cannot have ice cream. And I, want, I wanted my child trained, and yes, I'm using the word trained. I wanted her trained to accept that answer. Talk to it later. There are people out there that do not like it. I understand. It. Um, and I, I really, I'm at a point in my life, I don't care who I offend, right? but I, I'm, you know, just trying to be kind of polite. Sure. But at, so your, your answer to my question, going way down that road and everything works for me because I love idle chit chat and that's what that is. But you know, had <sighs> I, had I needed just a quick answer, like, you know, we're at the drive through. And I, I said, what do, you, what do you want to eat, Josh? And you give me a four-minute answer, you're going to get whatever I order for you. <laughs> and I By the time you're done talking, you're going to have a bag in your face going, I hope you eat it. <laughs> and I'll put the devil's root on it just to make you give me an easy oh. answer next time. <laughs> Preparation for me is important, and it's become more important as I've gotten older. To your point, since we're speaking on the idea of the drive through most of these places don't vastly change the menu. No. Right? They do not. Am I am I right there? That's you are a pretty correct. accurate statement. And they, and they will do it about once every two years. Right. So if you've been to said restaurant, whether that be Clown Burger... Uh, the Monarchy of Beef. The, God, I love that one. Every time <laughs> you do that one, I love it. Um, the Ginger Burger or... Um, any, even, yeah, it's kind of hard to do that last one, isn't it? Soft O's. No, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna go with. Um, I was gonna go with Jacob Senior's cousin. <laughs> I like it. By the way, if you're just tuning in, we have this game trying to not brand. We've actually got several games going on. 
There are many layers. Yes. We're like the devil's root. We're like the devil's root. (laughs) Random ramblings is much like an ochre. (laughs) In this kind of heat, we kind of smell like one too. But anyway. Anyway, back to they don't change the menu very often. (laughs) Fumunda cheese is a thing. (laughs) So we pull up to. Shrek been living in your shorts lately? What? (laughs) We pull up to a drive through. And we are the fourth car back, which in this town is actually pretty good. You, you're in a pretty good spot, depending on yeah, where you're actually, at. Yeah. Um, so I look at I look at my wife. What do you want? I want to look at the menu. In the moment, chose to bite my tongue. Didn't bleed. I was pretty fortunate because in my mind I wanted to go. It's the same thing. Nothing's any different. Didn't. Did not at all. We make it to the value board that's just before. The little teaser board. The hot button board. And I was like... And I just kind of pointed. (laughs) And and she goes, I don't want any of that. I'm like, crap. We're going to be that. We're going to be that pair. Because this group is steadily thumbing through it. I mean, we're moving. I mean, we're a car away at this point. And so I get, it's our turn. Well, I know she has to look. So I immediately start with my order. Cuts me off. I'm like, I let her finish. And like, she starts telling like, you specifically said you need to look at the menu. So I'm going to go ahead and tell this person what I want. And then I start hearing her order. And I'm like, I just, like, I would never hit a woman, but in that moment, I debated a backhand. Just, like, you, you, it is my turn in this moment. I knew what I wanted. I was prepared. I understood the assignment, as the TikTok trend would say. Let me, like, no. You don't get to say I read the menu. And then what she did was she doubled down to something she'd seen or what she always had. Too too bad. I have, and I'm. I can promise you, I can order by number at almost all of those places. I I don't because I don't order fries in a drink is not necessarily my preferred. I don't. I don't eat at most of the ones that we've talked about that often. Um, they come in handy when I didn't have time to pack my lunch. Don't want what I packed for lunch, and am starving at work because most of the time you're in and out in just a few minutes. Uh, but I, I don't eat there on the regular. Uh, but most of the time, I order by number. I literally just order by number. Don't even say it out loud. And most of the time, since I have issues with most drive throughs because it starts out with... <laughs> okay, what? Because half the time, their speaker is gone to crap. Or you get somebody that, that, that can't really talk on the microphone... Uh, very well. Let, let me do it like that because you have that person that's going to be have it right up next to So I don't really want to do that. I also drive a diesel. That makes it very difficult to order at a drive through because my truck's loud. Correct. So most of the time I'm going in. And when I go in, and <laughs> I have this method. I go in and stay as far away from the counter as I can. That is my indication that I'm not ready to order yet. 
Right, you stall. And and all I want to do is like scan the board, see if there's anything different, or if that thing I saw on the commercials up there, and I really want to try it, and I still end up going and and doing it anyway. And this and this is how it happens. I'll take the number three. Right. Well, and again, I don't even I don't even call it by name. <laughs> again, I'm I am prone to the alteration, because you'll get the the combo or just the sandwich. Did I say a number? Not fair, but that's my first thought. I'm like, or did I say the word combo? <laughs> if I don't give you the precursor of the number of the combo or the I want the da 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 combo, you can assume it's the sandwich. See, I like going last too because then I then I'm ready for the server. I'll have this. I want it cooked rare. I'd like to have the fries instead of the chips. And uh, let's go ahead and add a soft drink. And you know, <laughs> right? So they're and they're scrambling to write it because I've already sat there and I've I've watched and I've heard all the you questions. And I, yeah. But if y'all have been listening, y'all understand. But anyway, um, well, but and again, but see, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, actually, there are a few of those places that have optional uh-huh. sides than fries. Yep. Um, uh. Chuck Empty Bees is one of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I always said Chuck Phil B, and that didn't. It didn't feel the same, so I had to go with Empty. Yeah, it, you're right. But I didn't. I mean, I didn't. That's fine. I mean, we're to the point where I really shouldn't have to explain this game or why I came. No, to it this wasn't point. the game. I just didn't yeah. realize that that particular place also did. Mm-hmm. Alternate. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, offer, they offer mac and cheese now. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh huh. Did not was not aware of that. Oh yes. Mm. All right. They well, offer well. like apple wedges and that kind of stuff, and they have a parfait. Apparently, it's pretty good from what I understand. Really now? Uh huh. Their breakfast is on point. Huh. I get the morally questionable biscuit. That's what I call it. I had a former coworker that agreed when I started calling it that when he would text me because he was always the late one and trying to make amends for being late. He knew where to get to me because he'd bring me a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn my pride. Nice. Damn my lack of willpower. Nice. Uh, so he would say, hey, I'm on my way in. Uh, what does everybody want? So I'd yell it out amongst the store and who wants what? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And I was like, everybody but me is good. And he goes, okay, morally questionable biscuit. You know it. (laughs) So the reason that I call it that is, you know the old adage, which came first? The chicken or the egg. Correct. I want my my chicken biscuit with egg. Ah, That way they both go at the same time. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. So morally questionable. Nobody offers a chicken and egg biscuit. Nobody on the menu offers a chicken and egg biscuit because it's morally questionable for them. The irony for me is I order that biscuit at Chuckville Bees. <laughs> <laughs> and they have their own set of morals. So I'm curious if there's somebody in there that's losing their ever-loving mind when they see that come up. You're probably the only person on the planet that's thought, thought about that it. way. Yeah. Well, thank you. From that standpoint. Thank you Because so most much. of us are sitting over here going, really, you want an egg on a chicken? Okay. Don't hate it till you try it. I didn't say I was going to hate it. I just... I mean... It's what most people are going to say. Actually, if Does you Does anybody order a, a sausage biscuit without that, the egg? If you catch that... I do. If you really? Catch that, yes. If you catch that particular place 
at the wrong time, they're not even thinking about your order anyway. Well. Because, you know, there's never just four cars in line there. I've never there's seen a drive zero behind that four. I've never seen a drive through so busy where you need three iPads and people. Yeah, no kidding. Walking I mean, they're the walking cars. around. It's like old school drive-ins, it like is. when they had the, the the car hops on skates. I know. It, um, it's like what audio should be. Yeah. Pretty much. But anyway, no, I don't always get egg on my sausage biscuit. Sometimes I just want cheese. Sometimes I just want biscuit and sausage. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm sans cheese with my breakfast stuff. I don't really care for your opinion. No. I, wow. That is that not this forum? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just, I just like saying it out loud. Uh-huh. Well, it's not like anybody else. Is, what, call her one. What's your opinion? Okay, that's what I thought. Keep messing around. <laughs> Keep messing around. We we'll just said we game. can't do it live. How are we going to take callers? What are you going to think? You're going to set I'll it fire up. That, I'll oh, fire that That means camera. all you're going to do is set up for your Canadian friend's wife to call and give me a hard time over a... I, it would be I like so... cheese in my eggs. I like cheese. Actually, I like doing sausage biscuits and putting pepper jack cheese on them, not just American cheese. I'm a cheese lover. Hate me. No, I, I don't. I don't hate you. It's just not my preference. Just like... You don't want to put egg on a biscuit sometimes. That's totally your preference. Sometimes I just want egg on a biscuit. Now, I will do just an egg biscuit. I can get down with that. But, you know, I just, sometimes I just, it's just what my taste is at the moment. No, I get it. I I just can't have a breakfast biscuit without it. And I, maybe that's just me. No, well, just fine. eggs, breakfast. I mean, I'll put a fried egg on pretty much anything. That's fine. You're, you're talking to the guy that probably, you know, pretty much helped out the, the batter home with breakfast bowls because, you know, sometimes he'll get there in a minute. Sometimes uh, I want everything all together. I want the egg on top. I want the biscuit in the bowl. Then I want the egg on top of that. Then I want the sausage on top of that. I want the bacon on top of that. And I want the gravy to go on top of all of that. Oh, good Lord. I really hate myself right now. Well, you pour it on a hot griddle that's specially made and then flip it over. So I'm tracking down the first. I got the second part. I just want to know how you got to the first part. Cause... Batter, because that's all I could think of at the okay. moment. All right. Um, because, I mean, that's it, the way it starts. No, you're fine. So it's it's like the raw material for the end result. I'm, I'm, I now follow your train of thought, because and now as I'm sitting here going, I can't think of a word for that either. By the way, using... <laughs> by the way... Schmoffle. Using, yeah, <laughs> using, those, using those to make a breakfast sandwich. Good idea. So, the the clown burger has oh. done a fantastic job with with their version of that because they'll take two pancakes uh-huh. with whatever the filler is. That's my preferred. They're also the ones. Somebody somewhere will go ahead and call them a chef because they do have food people somewhere at a oh, yeah. office, and they make amazing so, stuff and I'm, there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and believe that since if I owned a chain like that or started a chain like that, I'd want some kind of culinary expert. Sure. So the chef that came up with the idea of using the English muffin for that particular sandwich uh, was actually a good idea too because I've done that at home. I've, I've toasted my English muffin and used it as a vessel to put meat and egg in to get it to my stomach. So I, I don't have any issue with, that's not my bread of choice, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, that's, nothing that's wrong fine. with I it. Mean, I, I just, eh. I'm um, not a fan of bagels, but you know, other people like them. I, to me, I'm very dependent on the type 
Um, I'll eat a cinnamon raisin biscuit, not a cinnamon raisin bagel. I don't like dead grapes. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's just me. Yeah, no, I get it. Now, as a kid, you used to throw them suckers back nonstop, but somewhere as an adult, I'd, I'd had a little box wonder, of those, and it was just like, bleh. I wonder if that's anymore. overexposure. Because it, as a kid... It's possible. As a kid, one of my parents' go-tos for me was carrot sautéed in butter to soften them up so I could chew yeah. on them. Yeah, I get And that. mom was like, I, I could always count on that you would eat those. So I always made at least a little bit of those... To make sure you got some nutrients until we reached a point where we knew you could go. You know, without. you might be onto something because my great granny used to do these little fried pies. Uh huh. Oh. Apple, sweet potato, oh. whatever. They were these little fried pies. Mm-hmm. I would eat them suckers as if there was never going to be any ever again in you, my lifetime. You reached your quota. <laughs> but somebody can come out with an apple pie and look at me and go, Would you like some apple pie? No, I don't eat cooked apples. But I could go to like a farmer's market and recognize one of these fried pies, grab it, and then I would have somebody, my wife namely, would look at me and go, didn't think you ate cooked apples. I do in this form. So, but, And I think part of that is it just takes me back to Granny's Kitchen, especially if it's done the same way. Well, and see, I don't, I don't like carrots now. I like raw carrots. I don't like them either way now. I've tried both, and I just can't get on board. I just... You're not going to catch me sitting and eating a carrot like Bugs Bunny. Like the baby carrots? But I will put them in a salad. Yeah. Now, there are dishes, and we've had this conversation yes, we uh, have. since we've cooked together. We've had this conversation. There are dishes that I want the carrots in, but I'm going to eat around the cooked product. And I'm not the person that's going to cook carrots and put it on my plate in a spoonful. That uh, there's, a, there's a texture change there uh-huh. that I don't appreciate. And see, that's... I've never been a big fan of vegetables. My parents tried and tried and tried, and then they just kind of settled with, well, he'll eat carrots. (laughs) So that was their way of getting me the vegetables that I needed, and then, you know, it is what it is. My favorite, though, and I am going to brand these folks because it's a small business, it's a local business, and I'm okay with that. Uh, That and I've never been there. I haven't been there enough for them to, one, know who I am, two, give a crap about this podcast, or three, if they are listening, yeah. Um, My wife's grandmother used to own a cabin um, in in a town called West Jefferson, North Carolina, half hour from uh, Asheville, for those that are in the region. Um, One of the things that they offer, this... In this small town, this is one of those places that did like does like Christmas in July yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, not really a farmers market, not really a flea market, but they've got a bunch of small little local shops that only their those people would ever actually partake in, so on and so forth. Well, there is a cheese shop there. They are making their stuff across the street and bring it over, and they've partnered with a bunch of local producers, so they're keeping like chocolate-covered peanuts and that kind of stuff. They're not making all of that stuff. They've got somebody local that is, but cheese is their big thing. Well, they have partnered with a group of... Oh, what's the word? There's a large Moravian presence there. Okay. Um, so I'm. there's a cookie store that always pops up south of us in the shopping center around the holidays because they're really good. They do a Moravian chicken pie. 
it is exactly what you would hope if you are like me and don't like vegetables. It's a chicken pot pie with no veggies in it. It is the best. Because anybody that wants vegetables, eh, you grab a little frozen bag, throw them in the microwave with a little butter, eh, good. But you don't ruin my meal. <laughs> but they don't. They're very particular about that. And it's... They, that's all they offer. They put them in Ziploc bags and they drop them in a cylind- like a just a single unit freezer. I don't know where the hell they even found that. I've never seen a freezer like that where it's just one item goes right down in it. It's not made for them. It's just one square freezer. Oh, look, it's just full of those. <laughs> Lift one out. They're in a pie plate. I mean, they're just ready. Boom, right in the oven. But uh, it's part of the Ash County Cheese Shop. And it, I was wondering in that three-minute dissertation about what they did and where they did it when you was going to get to the name since you said you I were going to make say sure the I name. give them the credit. <laughs> I know, but it's it's a this big, is a thing for a couple of episodes now. By the way, y'all. Yeah, I hate myself a little. Thanks for bringing attention to it. You're welcome. But again, it's it's just they're a good group of folks. They're always busy. My God, are they busy all the time? There is something. I love going places on. that stay busy. I just don't like going into them and dealing with the people. I. Well, but that's the thing, though. It's 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 tourists, but not in the way that you would look at, like, a a Myrtle Beach or whatever popular touristy beachfront attraction you want to go with. It's not like that. It's the tourists there are people with summer homes. This is a very hoity-toity mountain cabin. There's not... Like the, I don't know where the nearest campground is, but they've got like mountain homes that are obnoxiously expensive and super lavish, and so they'll people will come down off the mountain and they're in for the summer and that that kind of thing. So they're quasi locals and friends of quasi locals, so not straight up tourists who never been, never going to be back. You know what I'm saying? Does that kind of make sense? Yes. Okay. Done now. Are you sure? I am now. <laughs> I am now. You can bet your bottom dollar on it. The look says if I keep pushing, I'll be close. I realize I've done four stories, and we are now three quarters of the way through this episode. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I know it is. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. Well, people listen for then your Then stop monologues. giving me a concept, a complex about it. A consent? Yep. <laughs> you want me to give you a consent? Uh, well, I don't I know what that with, means, but... I'm not going to give you consent to keep on with the monologues, but I'm going to keep calling it. Well, I'm not going to keep calling you out, but, you know, once I, in a blue moon. A little late now. Well, this episode, of course, I'm going to call you out a lot because that's kind of the shtick I've gotten on is, you know, there's this one thing and let me grate on your last nerve. I can see that nerve I've and I'm double dutching with that nerve right now. I have grown to hate that word because <laughs> of you. Because I don't want us to have a, uh, oh, you God, that's the, that is the closest you have ever gotten to receiving a point. That moment, oh my god! Oh, I'm, I don't know what's better—the delay or the fact that you almost shit yourself to keep from doing it. Oh, I can feel my blood boiling right now. Oh my god! I. I just hate you. I just, I do. I just, I hate you so much. <laughs> Pretty certain he's just going to play on his phone for the rest of the 
You tell a damn story. Episode. I'm going to shit all over it. You tell I a can't story. Read. <laughs> Go and tell a story, jackass. <laughs> Your turn. I don't have any. I, I've got nothing. This was this was this was a close one. <laughs> yeah. What are you more call. mad about? The fact that I got there or the fact that I got there? The fact that it's been consistent. <laughs> it's been if it's not one thing, it's something else, but it's still all on me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's the whole reason your wife said call Kenny, he'll do it. It'll oh. be great. Mm. Had he not, not told to, me, I'm not he not to told me about the game, I'd probably be about six points in oh, just from that yes. one thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would be pushing our explicit content. <laughs> we should get a dump button or something. <laughs> Good God. Oh, now See, now the process has begun that I will kick myself for the next week for, get, for getting that close. So uh, it's a matter of funny, training. though, is the, the next time we do one, you're going to be working so hard. Not to give me something to draw out for an hour. It'll be all yeses and noes next time. Yeah, no, it won't. Next week will be camping stories. <laughs> We're doing camping stories next week because I know I got none of those. You don't God. have vacation stories? I don't have camping stories. That's why I said camping. Well, it's the same thing in my book. Mm, no. no mm. They're synonymous to me. Okay, that's, that's a good thing for you. I will say... No, I'm not going to share. <laughs> nope. I will not be baited. There is an excellent point that I wanted to share with you, and I am not going to. I will sit here. No, you're going to spend the next 20 minutes telling me how you're not going to do it. <laughs> so I mentioned to my wife in conversation that we were talking about something else. And I kind of, she looked at me and goes, what are you doing? I was on my phone, naturally. She said, what are you doing? And I said, mm, um, looking at RVs. And she goes, really? And I said, maybe. The podcast might need to stop. And I went, what? And then she elaborated with, I knew it was going to happen. So I'd been kind of, she kind of admitted she'd look too. And she's like, I'm not doing what, I'm not doing what they do. We're going to need something fully enclosed. And I said, that was my thought too. Do a full-on motorhome as opposed to the pull behind. Oh, so she just doesn't want to be in a car that's got something being pulled behind it. It's not that she has anything against that. She just knows that I struggle pulling a trailer. So this would not be a good thing. If you struggle pulling a trailer, son, how are you going to have a motorhome and have a car behind you? You're just planning to walk everywhere you want to go. Hmm. Fair point. If I'm in the larger of the two vehicles. <laughs> but you still have a vehicle that doesn't bend exactly in the middle. But see, again, I can work with that. It is a singular entity. Wider turn radiuses and all that stuff. That I can justify but for. even wider turn radius, if you've got 34 foot of motorhome, and then your truck's probably right around 15 to 16 feet long. Yeah. That's so accurate. now you've got that behind you and based on the hitching system that you would probably go for to keep it just as simplistic as possible, there's going to be at least two and a half feet in between there, in between your motorhome and your truck. You still not only have to accommodate for the length of the motorhome, so swing out like driving a bus, folks. 
Yeah. Like driving a school bus. So you got to swing out like that. But now you've got to watch your pickup truck to make sure you don't drag it across the stop sign like a pick across guitar strings. Bat, 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 bat. Okay. He's, he's staring at me. No, no. I, well, I get it. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. None of this is as difficult as you think. And I realize that it's not as difficult as I think. Practice will make perfect and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. The first one I brought home is the biggest thing I'd ever towed behind a car ever before in my life. And trust me, I drove just as much with my side view mirrors as I did the front end of my car. You, you learn how to check the yeah. mirror. No, and I, I, I check the mirror when I'm hauling something in the back of my pickup. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Actually, it, not a bad plan. Because, no. Because, you know, as we've said before, sometimes you can lose your load. Not in a fun way. No. God, here we go. <laughs> but no, I just... I'm trying to keep some... Sometimes we go down these little roads and, and it gets a little too serious. I'm trying to make sure we have a fun episode. No, I, I just feel like doing the whole motorhome thing. I get, I do get the trailing vehicle, though. Yes. I understand that concept. So that does throw a bit of a wrench. My thought, though, is if we're going on a longer trip, mom and baby... And baby now, what will be toddler and child into, God knows, teenager, can get up and meander amongst themselves. Yes, we've, we've actually thought of, we've, we've actually talked to about that. just, we're all sitting, all sitting, are we there yet, are we yeah. there yet? Go play Xbox we, and shut up. We've actually <laughs> talked about that. Go watch a movie um, and shut up. And in a, in a motorhome, you would be able to fire up your generator and actually run that TV and gaming system. Uh, and I would assume you can do that while the motor itself is running while you're driving. There's a separation between the power systems. On purpose? Yes. Is it required? Uh-huh. Is it really? Yeah, you'll have a separate generator. It, most of the time it's a diesel generator, but you'll have a you'll have your engine and then you'll have a generator that's separate and some motorhomes don't come with the generator. Well, uh, and some I, of them do, but just because just because the main engine is on does not mean you were producing 120 volt electricity. I would the not. engine being on, you will produce DC electricity just like you do in your car, right? Which will power your lighting. And, um, well, most motorhomes, you have a residential refrigerator, there's a converter for that, right? Um, to be powered off of the batteries. But pretty much anything that, that you have in your car, like my camper, my RV, the power systems are similar. So we'll go from there. My RV, I have a single marine battery. I can function my lights, my radio, my water pump. Right. Um, but not the TV, not the microwave. My refrigerator is both electric and propane. So either way, I can have refrigeration. My stove is, is propane. So I can cook. Okay? I can put my awnings out. I can put my slide rooms out. These are all DC battery-operated things. Um. Now, the electric side of my refrigerator, 120 volt. The electric side of my water heater, 120 volt. My water heater luckily does propane as well. Uh, TV, 120 volt. All the outlets for like your CPAP or whatever like mm -hmm. that, 120 volt. Just like your home. Yeah. Now, there's a converter in there. But your batteries are not going to be able to run all of that. And in a motorhome, your battery will be able to run more. My aunt's new fifth wheel, she's got a residential refrigerator. She has a, a an inverter so that her refrigerator can run off the battery. But it's only going to carry her refrigerator. It will not carry the TV, the microwave, 
the other 120 volt items. A lot of your motorhomes, and I'm going to say a lot of your motorhomes because not every motorhome comes with a generator on board. A lot of your motorhomes has a generator on board. It's a diesel generator on board, and you can fire that thing up while you're going down the road so that you can run that TV and gaming system. Hmm. Uh, but it's not just an automatic thing. Learn something but, new every day. But here's something fun. Here's something fun. Um, if you've got the motorhome and you do have a small child and they tend to sleep in cars most of the time, you can put them down on a couch or in a bed. Right. Now, that that leaves room for, but they're not going to be seat belted in. And you're correct. You're not going to seat belt somebody into a bed. Um, and by the way, folks, if you're thinking about RVing and you do have a small child, most of those motorhomes on the dinette side actually have the tethers. Yeah. So that you can put your car seat in and secure it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those motorhomes, the recliners and the couches that they have have seat belts. Well, but my, but, my thought to that and but, my counter to that argument for those that are going, while that is very, very true in most instances, I would also feel confident in the fact that outside of a semi, I'm the largest vehicle on the road. So I have a lot more to absorb the immediate shock or the dump shock of striking something versus a car getting absolutely creamed. You're taller, so you also have a rollover hazard. There is that. Um, But back back to the point that I was going to make with that, your your wife and child can go and nap. Right. uh, Just as much as... As anything else, play board games, play board games, whatever. Be going down the going down the road. Uh, if pee breaks can happen while you're driving, with the exception of your pee break, you'll have to pull. But your pee break would be basically a just pull over, get up, go to the bathroom, come back. Um, you're you're right. on board with the right idea, but you would also want to very much so practice the whole driving, because either way, you're pulling a tow vehicle. Right. Um. I choose to pull the camper, but that's that's the way I like to be. Now, had we not gone fifth wheel, we were bouncing between fifth wheel and motorhome when we bought this one, but we happened to cross a truck that would easily handle the fifth wheel size that we were looking at. So that's we, we bought the truck, we went fifth wheel. I enjoy the fact that I'm parking the house, pulling away from it, have a car that I can take anywhere. I also have a commercial driver's license, so I'm not scared to pull all that and, and right. all of that that number. Um, and actually, I'm going on board with they really should put a weekend course out there for people who want to drive recreational Campers, vehicles. Yeah. I would not mind seeing a, a an endorsement on your license for that. You know, there's endorsements for motorcycles. There's endorsements for commercial vehicles. There's three different types of commercial vehicle endorsement in this particular state. And then there is a long list of endorsements that go with all of that. Uh, but I would not mind, like, when I got my motorcycle license, there was a weekend course I took. Yep, me too. I would love to see it where people who are buying RVs that do not have this endorsement have to go through that class mm-hmm. uh, to include, even if it's done on a smaller scale like a pickup and a utility trailer, but even go through some of the principles of backing up, how to take that turn a little extra wide and stuff like that. And all of that can be taught on a smaller right. vehicle. But and, and I've argued this. You don't necessarily need the driving range. And the on-road experience, but you do need somebody to go down a list of do's and don'ts, because there's a lot of stuff yeah. that 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 some of us don't know before we buy them. And I didn't have the commercial license when I bought the first camper, but I had a seasoned camper with me saying, "All right, I'm, I'm going to." And it actually right. said, "I'm going to take you out. We're going to we're going to check. We're going to see your abilities here." Well, I got it home, didn't I? That doesn't mean anything. No. Uh, so. 
But uh, just, at any rate, that just was... Just under there, kiddo. That Calm was, down. That, that actually startled me a little bit. Thanks for interjecting. Come here. She agrees. There should we, be an endorsement. We do not like thunderstorms. Uh, I, yes. I get it. Mine doesn't either. But anyway, okay, that's over now. Yay. Surprised I didn't scream like a girl. That was startling. <laughs> when it happens. But, but yeah, and as far as the other part, um, be happy to have you guys over and op- open the RV up and, and cut everything on and let you show the comforts of home that you can actually get. Oh, yeah. Because I promise you, for all of y'all listening, I'm not camping. Not in the sense that no, y'all no, think you I'm were, camping. No, no, you were the full in, I, you were the full embodiment of I, glamping. Uh, yeah, I, I that, get it. That that's the whole nine yards there. I'm on. I, but I'm I'm done with that. I'm older now. When I was a kid, I, I pitched a tent and did it that way. Right, um, and then there's nothing wrong with that. I just I, I'm to the point now where I, to me, I see the potential savings long term over vacations every year and long hotel stays and. God knows everything that goes along with that. You, and you this, talked about maximizing your time last episode with your daughter. Well, this is a heck of a way to do it. Yes, because in inside of a campground and inside of a hotel room are two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that outdoor time that you can get without having a balcony. I mean, this is like having a small yard. At mm-hmm. most campgrounds, you have that kind of area. So now you're you're out. Um, I have a, I have a hammock I can put up. So you're you're out where you can do stuff like that, play cornhole, ring toss. There's different games that you can buy to to, to go out yard games. Um, but a lot of your campgrounds have some type of trail system. Yes. So you're either able to ride a bicycle or walk or both. And a lot of campgrounds, a lot of your state and federal parks are inside these huge national forests, national forests, protected areas, and protected areas. So you get a lot of trails. You get scenic overlooks. Um, and that's that's before you get into almost everywhere that is a tourist attraction has got right. a campground within an hour's drive of it. Yep. Um, so, but you will really be able to maximize your time. The things that you're you're not getting in a hotel room, and I'm talking a basic standard hotel room. It's got two beds in it. Typically has a dresser in it or two dressers in it. That you're a not TV using somewhere anyway. in a bathroom. And here's the thing: catch a bad weather day, and you are trying to lay across a bed. And watch TV. I have a couch and two recliners. Right. Um, and that that's one of the things that that's one of the things that I disliked about hotels uh, when going on vacation is if you get a bad weather day, you're still getting in the car fighting that bad weather to go somewhere and wander around simply because there's no place to actually sit comfortably and watch TV, play video games, right. whatever. Uh, and that's before you get into the, you hear the noise from each side of you, above you, and below you. Um, and I can guarantee you, you're not going to get idle chit-chat from somebody in an elevator. No. But I have gone to campgrounds. Matter of fact, our last camping trip, we didn't go that far away. We basically spent the weekend with family, uh, which, you know, family that camps. So it, it's a good way to spend a whole weekend with somebody, still have your own space. But while we were at the pool area... We ran into couples from here, from where we live. Right. Well, come to find out, my wife knew them from earlier in life. So now we're at the pool area, not just enjoying the pool and and trying to keep to ourselves with other people, but we've made all these new friends, and now it's like being at the family pool. Mm -hmm. 
And so now all of a sudden you're not with strangers. Then another day at the pool, we were the only people there. Another couple walked over. Next thing you know, we're an hour and a half later having a conversation. You're not getting that at the hotel pool. No. And I'm I don't know what for the, your own space. I don't really know what the difference is, but people in hotels I have found to just not be as open, friendly. I'll use the word friendly as they are in campgrounds. And I, I and it it might just be the the camaraderie, like riding a motorcycle or driving a Jeep. Well, but it's accommodations just as much as anything else. If I know I'm in a cookie cutter with a bunch of other people slammed into a cookie cutter, they're trying to jam. It's like an airline. Yeah. They're trying to jam pack as many of us as they can into this sardine can. How many you can get? How many? Oh, I can get 300 people on this one. Perfect. Wait oh, a I've minute. Camped, You've camped. got more than four inches of leg room? Let's solve that problem. I've yeah, camped, now we can do 304. I've, got camped, I've camped at campgrounds that have over 300 sites. And you're barely the width of this room away from the camper in front of you or the camper behind you. And you still have all the privacy on the planet, but yet people still wave when they pass by. Right. They see your dog. Hey, was he friendly? What kind of dog is that? Next thing you know, you're in a 20-minute conversation. Savings and time spent is another one because these two would go with us. Yes. So, again, motorhome versus trying to get them into a vehicle. As we all know, my Christmas horror story. Well, see, you have there two, wouldn't have been that. Yeah, you have two pups to my one. Right. So, and I, I have a little car seat for my guy mm-hmm. uh, because I, I like for him to be safe too. Plus, I don't want him wandering around me while I'm trying to drive all of that. But we really get a kick. At, he gets excited. He he he's learned the Q words. Uh, I can actually open the door, let him out without a leash, tell him to go to the camper, and he will go right down there and sit in front of it, and wait for me to open the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't say ride in front of him. He will freak out and I will actually have to go get in a car and put him in it and take him somewhere and come back. Sometimes I can get by with going up to the end of the driveway and backing back down. Driveway's not that long, folks. Other times he looks at me like, what the hell are you doing? But he gets, he really gets excited yeah. over it. I mean, almost uncontrollably shaking, excited over it all. Because for him, it comes with less time away from us, longer walks. Because mm-hmm. we'll go out on a st- we'll go out to walk the dog and we'll stroll the whole campground, mm-hmm. uh, and then we get fascinated with the different style of campers. The so next thing you know, we've almost walked up and down every road. Um, it, so yeah, you get you get a lot of quality time. Um, you find a lot of people that do it for a living, and and I and I mean that because they call it work camping. They will work at the campground and you know they get a they they get a paycheck, but they get their lot rent free. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's fun is the people that, if you realize you've got people that are there long-term or full-timers, you can always ask where the local eateries are and you yeah. can get a list in a heartbeat. Yep. I have walked up to the, ho- to the desk at a hotel chain. It's like, Hey, I'm looking for somewhere local to eat somewhere locally owned. And the answer is, well, just up and down here is fine. You'll find one. I've walked up to the gatehouse at a federal park. All right, I know you work camp, but you're here six, seven months out of the year. Where's some local eateries? Oh, they start writing stuff down. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not just, oh, go down Main Street, you'll find what you're looking for. It's no, go over here and right. go to this one, go to this one, go to this one, go to this If you're out for this, this is where you want to go. Um, And for me, that just, that beats it. I, I, I'm at a point where I don't care if I'm saving anything. Honestly, I don't care if there's a monetary savings involved or not. I get to take my puppy with me. There's no question. He's always, he's always, well, I've yet to run across a campground that did not welcome my dog as long as I picked up his poop. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, you know, he's in my own space, so I'm not having to pay a lot of deposits and things like that. There's no harm in it. He's not going to chew, if he well, chews you, anything up. It's my fault. Well, pay to boarding yeah. has got, much like everything else has gotten obnoxious. It's nothing for me to load up because, well, there's the prep work. If we're going somewhere, they've got to go somewhere. Yes. And then you got to bag up morning and afternoon, or if you're doing one feeding, whatever, whatever. There's, we we have a we have a group here that takes good care of our dogs. I'm not taking anything away from them by any means, but there's no chance really for one-on-one attention because they're a little on the skittish side. So, but. They get along fairly well with other dogs, relatively speaking. Similar size, they can tolerate. That one, the corgi will go sit in a corner and overwatch because that's what she does. The little one, the little mix, will go play a little, and then when she gets in over her head or gets into something, she'll go sit next to the corgi because the corgi goes, "You leave her alone." See, we've got a, but they they don't get any regular right. human interactions, sit on the couch, let's cuddle while I'm watching a movie, whatever. There's no lap dog see, status. Sometimes we want to go see the kid, and they're living in an apartment right now, and it, no pets allowed. Right. So you can't even bring a, a pet for a weekend visit. So instead of boarding, though, we have a friend. She's got animals. She's been around our pup a lot. Right. So what we do is our typical when we're leaving. We crate him. We leave. She has a key to my house. At her leisure, she comes and gets him. We have stuff set set there for her. She takes him home. He gets along well with her animals. Everybody's happy. Half the time, I have to beg her to bring him back. And, you know, that's fine. And so that we can go, because we don't always take the camper. But right. if I were to have to go stay in a hotel for three or four days and board that dog, I'm not going. I One, I don't want to be three, four days without my dog. Two... The fees. Three, I know he gets separation anxiety. He would be, and, and he was also a a rescue. Right. And he, was, he was dropped off. So he, was an, he was an owner, uh, whatever they call it. Lost that one. Lost that term right out. Owner, owner surrender. Owner that, surrender, that's the term. Yeah. But, you know, what happens if he goes back to a place full of dogs with, with cages? Does he freak? Does my dog get PTSD? I don't know. Can't talk to him. He's not going to talk right. back. So I, do, I don't want that for him. Well, and, and we, we are both very fortunate that neither of these were shelter dogs. One, one of them I paid for. The other one, my wife's co-worker got a dog from a shelter. The dog was pregnant. They didn't tell her. That's a problem for me, by the way. Um, oh, that that's a story for a different day. Right. Um, but so when she had her, she's like, I can't, I can't keep a litter of dogs plus mine already. Not an option. So it worked out. Life happened. We brought Ellie home with us. No problem. Um, so neither of whom have seen the inside of a shelter. Um, our Corgi did go to a shelter when we were talking about getting another dog before we got the mix that we have now, um, we took her because they said, well, you know, if you have a dog already and you're looking at adopting, probably not a bad idea if we put the one you're thinking about adopting on a leash, keeping your dog on a leash and letting them see how they cohabitate. 
Well, that was a failed experiment. Nothing personal. That dog was not prepared to be with other dogs. I'm not. My dog, I think my dog would be able to handle it, but not in that situation. I put him on a leash. We we do this at the campgrounds because everybody keeps their dogs separate. Every once in a while you get the owner that's like, is he social? And, of course, my response is he's yet to lunge, lurch, or snarl at another dog. Don't know if that's gonna, don't know if it's gonna happen today, right. but and I I have the retractable leash like most pet owners. But what I'll do is reach down and grab the leash itself so that I can hold him till I can see how he reacts with this particular animal, because like the bigger dogs, he's an idiot. He goes at them, not like he's gonna try to start a fight or anything. But I guess it's a small dog complex thing. You know, he he gets to lunging a little bit. Some of those dogs take it as play. Some of them get a little offended by it. The other little dogs, he does okay with. But I always tell people, I've not seen him right. uh, be rude. I've not seen him be rude, but today could be the day, so let me hold him a little tighter. And uh, and then a lot of times people just, they know their dog. They know it's not going to socialize well. And I, if you're a dog lover, you, you can see the look on the dog's face and know this is not, a, this is not an owner that's going to ask if they can meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... But I don't know that I could take mine into that situation and him not get aggressive at some point in time. Mine wasn't the aggressor. The other one was. The yeah, shelter well, dog. Because she was curious. She was kind of subdued, walking around, checking things out. That other dog came in the room, and I could tell you from the moment I spotted her, she was, these are going to be my humans, and you are on your own. They are my ticket out of here. I will kill yeah. you right now. But see, not, they, not that she had anything negative, but I watched her and that poor girl who's up and out at the shelter. Not necessarily a big dog. I would say 50, 60 pounds. But when it's when it's moving in a direction, you better hang on. Because she wasn't my size. She was tall. She was tiny. Well, she was dragging her across. And my dog was sitting in the corner watching, just checking it out. Not being rude, not barking, just kind of staring. No bearing of teeth or anything and this dog comes in and sniffs around a little bit realizes there's another dog walks over and about the time there's this question mark of are we going to be this one leans in a bit well nothing personal i'm not relying on her that is my dog so i snatched that dog by the collar and scared the bejesus out of it I was like, nope, that's not going to work. And I kind of did this number and went full arms. And she was like, well, you didn't really give him a chance. I said, ma'am, you weren't paying attention. If, you, if, you're, if you're watching, you know. You know I, immediately. And I'm like, nope, I'm not bringing. The, that one was here first. And I got a cat at home. Hell no. It needs to, it need, they need to agree here. Now, depending on the dog, the cat would have. The cat would have taken care of that problem. <laughs> Most because cats don't have a problem taking care of that problem. No, no. Um, if he's still equipped to take care of the problem, he did. He took. He sorted any curiosity questions with my corgi the second time yeah. they met. So say you, if you've ever heard a cat growl, and they do growl. If you ever hear a cat growl, take a step back. Don't even try to interfere. Take a step back because every claw that animal has is about to go into whatever it's growling at. Well, and. It, our cat never went full bore, never went full attack. He was in a corner. Corgi was very inquisitive, like, what are you? Hey, what, what's up? Like, not even playful, just 
what are you? And the cat goes, nothing you should worry about. Wham! We had we had outdoor dogs and cats. And, of course, the, the dogs were in a fenced area. And sometimes the cats would not do the right thing. They would go into said fenced area. We had to get a ladder. Well, my neighbor had to get a ladder. I was at work. My neighbor had to get a ladder and get one of the cats out of a tree because it went into said fenced area and then realized it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other cat, the one I always called the critter getter, uh, the dogs actually got out. And she was she was just sort of sitting there in the yard, and one of them comes straight up to her sniffing. That cat never even flicked an ear. She raised a paw up, put her claws out, took it across that dog's nose. It took 10 minutes for that dog to come to me. Mm-hmm. And when it got there, it was bleeding. And the cat was still sitting on her perch looking at it like, I growled. <laughs> it's like, yep. you had your warning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same same general concept. So, but Anyway, look at that. Right on the money. Right on, not really. We're about 12 minutes over. Shh. What's the first rule of Fight Club? Don't let you talk. Please tell me you've seen Fight Club. I've seen Fight okay. Club. Okay, all right. I was All right, being then we're done. No. Facetious. No, no.